Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. My dad works in B2B marketing. He came by my school for career day and said he was a big ROAS man. Then he told everyone how much he loved calculating his return on ad spend. My friends still laugh at me to this day. Not everyone gets B2B, but with LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people who do. Get $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You're listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, the show that takes a look at film, television, pop culture, tech, very long events, because in the end, everything is an ad. Hello, I'm Shannon Miller, the creative and inclusion editor here at Adweek. Joining me, as always, is my lovely co-host, community editor, Luz Corona. Luz, hi! Hello, Miss Shannon. How are you? How has your week been? Uh, busy. <laughs> very, very busy. <laughs> I miss you very much. Uh, for those of us at home, which is a little bit of context, I am not in my usual location. I am in Miami, Florida for Adweek's Brand Week Conference. It has been five days of discussions and masterclasses and Oh, God, everything under the sun to, in order for the industry to learn how to just move in a better direction. We've had a lot of fantastic conversations, and we wanted to give you a peek behind the curtain of one of our biggest landmark events. Joining me today, we have our producer, who we think you may know, senior producer of the Adweek Podcast Network, Al Manorino. Al, how are you feeling? I'm so tired, Janet. I'm so, so tired. Because uh, I've done a few things while we've been in Miami. I'm also in person with you, and it's an honor and a privilege as always. We've recorded close to like 15 different podcast episodes over the course of five days. And uh, I've been doing some uh, trivia just to break up the conversations uh, that are happening on stage. It's a lot of fun wearing crazy suits and uh, very excited to... uh, be with Luce and our, our special guest today. Well, Al, you have been incredibly busy and doing quite a bit. I'm really glad that you were able to join us in front of the curtain. I know we always um, joke about leaving you back in the dark shadows of production, but it's always a real joy to have you. Um, yeah, we've been pretty busy, pretty, sure. Pretty busy. I think it's fair to say that our special guest has been far busier than the two of us combined. One of the busiest people I've ever met. I've ever met. We have the honor of speaking to our director of event operations and production, Gail Amaral. Gail, welcome. Oh, my God. Oh, man. What an entrance. Thank you guys for having me. Um, That's such a lovely welcome, Shannon and Luz. And hi, Al. I'm so glad we have sound effects now. (laughs) That makes one of us. Yes, I know. It's an honor to be here, and I'm really glad I got to fit this into my busy schedule. Uh, As you can see. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, what day? I'm like, Friday? I'm like, Probably. (laughs) And the reason why um, 
Gail was even able to join us is because we're in day five. The previous four days have been just back to back. I was about to say nonsense. None of it's nonsense. It's just very chaotic. But it's been really, really rewarding. Our guests have had such an incredible time. We've received nothing but excellent feedback from this. And the reason that's possible is because Gail essentially keeps this place running. And that's for all of our events, really. So we thought we would bring Gail on to talk a little bit about what it takes to build Brand Week. If you want to get a better sense of the actual content, we had an excellent podcast, the Brand Week podcast that is hosted um, by Al and uh, John Heil. Heil. And that digs a little bit more into the actual day-to-day content. But I was really curious to find out how all of this comes to be and when exactly the timeline starts. Because if you have not been to Brand Week, it is Quite the event. This is my first in-person one, and I was very... So is mine. Really? Yeah. First first in-person brand week. I only did the virtual one last year, and I only joined Ad Week back in early 2021. That's right. Mm Gail moves as if, as if she's been here for years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she's for been real? in the uh, she's been in the conference industry. I mean, obviously, we uh, we both came from Social Media Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was there for I think five years. Gail, you were there for longer than that. Uh, six official, yeah. maybe ten unofficial. Yeah. yeah. So Gail has a lot of experience putting on these events with even smaller teams, and now we're working with Ad Week and for Ad Week, and we have these you know, teams dedicated to creative and uh, programming and all this. And uh, Gail is the entire, you know, events part of it and putting on, like you said, a five day conference with all of these speakers and all of these attendees and sponsors, activations, parties, all of that, that really starts with Gail and her team. And it's, it's so impressive every single time you watch it, whether it's a smaller event, like a one day event in the city or five days in Miami that, you know, is both virtual and in person. It's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. And it just, from the outside, it just looks like it runs so smoothly. That's the goal. <laughs> like you would never, <laughs> it, it just runs so seamlessly. And even for us, that is very active in the background. We can see like all of the, the touches and the pushes and and everything else, it still runs so smoothly from behind it. So we really, one, we're very excited to have you with us. And two, we really wanted to dig into what it takes to, to bring this to life. So officially, when does brand week planning start? Oh, it starts as soon as the last one ends. That's the idea. Um, We're already thinking about, like actively thinking about next year Um, in terms of just maybe nothing's laid down on paper just yet, but for this big of an operation, especially when it's your largest event that you put on for this industry, you know, venue talks have been happening. Um, Like, you know, thinking about like AV situations, also the programming team who did a phenomenal job of um, producing this content and programming it that's already, you know, something to think about, even thinking about our uh, brand visionary. So this is, I would say, I mean, at least a year out, it should be. Once you get on the ground, you you definitely do site visits if we're going to have it somewhere, um, anywhere, actually, in live in person, you have to do a site visit. Um, 
and, you know, talk to either hotels, venue managers, et cetera, anyone involved for like getting initial quotes. And then, you know, like you take it from there. Obviously, sponsors are involved. A lot of people, uh, you know, our, our incredible sales team like has killed it. And um, when you hear the opening remarks, there's like over 30 sponsors we list. Um, and that already, you know, I'm sure I think already Brand Week 2023 is already being sold um, off the ground. So it's all of that planning combined um, starts so early because you just have to get ahead of it. And then as as the months and the timeline leads up to, you know, how close the events get, then that's where, you know, a lot of more operations become a lot more visible and a lot of things start to formulate and come together like you know, having a podcast studio, um, you know, having areas for that, having areas uh, like, you know, activation spaces, having specific meeting rooms for partners, having, um, you know, the right amount of workshop and masterclass spaces. It's um, all taking into account what we can do, especially like, you know, place to network for um, our attendees. So Mm -hmm. where would we throw night events? Mm -hmm. Like, what can we do there? how can we make this fun? How can we make this exciting? What can we do differently? Mm-hmm. Um, how can we take advantage of where we are? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a big process. So Gail, this makes me, I definitely want to like deep dive and all that. Cause you just said so many things that made me tired just listening to it, but <laughs> going back to, um, you're not in New York, you're in Miami. Uh, mm-hmm. Miami is a main character here, you know, and there was even like part of the editorial coverage, there was even a piece on Miami emerging as a creative powerhouse. I know the mayor was there, um, mm-hmm. you know, to give his thoughts at the event. Um, how was that? Like, just kind of, would you agree Miami is like the creative powerhouse? Like, how did, how was the environment there, like the vibe and the energy for this event? The energy has been great. I mean, I think the city itself is um, definitely, you know, growing and people are excited to be here um, and welcoming. Like the mayor's talk this morning, he actually spoke this morning on, you know, like Web3 and everything. But I think, you know, city really does play a different factor because it's a different feel for how you know, restaurants are open or other areas of um, the city can, you know, work for you. We actually, you know, trying to incorporate more events that are hope, like, you know, maybe external events that are outside in the city so we can bring that in and bring in more, you know, have more of that feel. All, all of our intros and outros kind of had a Miami vibe. So you'd walk on, walk off music. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, the branded fedoras, I definitely want. Oh, yeah. We, branded fedora. Oh, yeah. We're, we'll send those back. Yeah, it was a lot. It's been a hit. Um, so we tried to like just really, you know, get the feel of that city and bring it to the conference as well, because we're basically here for the whole week. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? 
You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something I'm always interested in is, I mean, for for people who have not subscribed to Brand Week, the podcast now available on all platforms, shameless plug, Mm -hmm. or (laughs) or attended the event or think about attending the event, they might not know that we had both Pharrell Williams here and Kevin Hart, like mm-hmm. two incredible, uh, huge superstars are here talking about what they're doing in branding and marketing, all this kind of stuff. So um, when when is that process? So I know that's some of the, those things can happen very, very late in the game. Like I feel like Kevin Hart was a few weeks out. So yeah. like how, when does that, like is that uh, for programming is like let's shoot for the moon, the big fish, or is that just kind of like an organic, like who's doing what? Like how does that start from that side i think that's that comes organically i think there's different definitely ideas of you know moonshots for the programming team and that's where it starts and then like i said if they're doing something exciting in the space you want to keep that pulse which is why i think a lot of maybe um a lot of celebrities or big names maybe come a bit later into the game Mm -hmm. just because of we want to you know keep it very um what's the word like fresh yeah and you know have it like be really relevant time relevant like if you book someone maybe seven months out that might be you know different and mm-hmm. we've I've, there've definitely been times in different conferences i've worked with where we had to pivot and maybe like this doesn't work anymore and we've definitely done that with some people like far be it honestly like if someone has bad press mm-hmm. even yeah. 24 hours before yeah and, yeah, and I was going to say um, the timing was great for both. I know Kevin Hart on the day was releasing a brand new project with Audible. Yeah, and then, uh, and then Pharrell was our brand visionary, part of our brand genius award, and mm-hmm. I believe someone at this table, I don't know, got to speak with him mm-hmm. on stage or something. Maybe um, well, it was obviously Al. <laughs> it was. Me. It was definitely I mean, not I think me. he might have hugged this person on stage. Oh yeah, um, he did. <laughs> I did not. But how? I mean, Shannon, you have to talk about a little bit your about your experience with uh, Pharrell on the main stage at Brand Week. Oh God! I mean, it starts from the green room. I mean, when in terms of people that I've had the privilege of speaking to, I've had um, some great conversations in my life in media, um, many of whom won Emmys just recently. And I, so I've I have experience speaking with uh, major talent, but I've never. Well, I don't want to say never. In terms of starts quite this large. I've never had the opportunity to speak to them or interview them in person. So this is a whole different ball game. And I was very, very nervous um, leading up to that. You can ask literally anyone, um, including Gail, who mm. um, tried to um, get me a shot beforehand. <laughs> I was so, so it nervous. It was there after. It was there. I, we tried. We really tried. I know. She was like, I can get you. I was just so, so nervous. But from the moment that he walked into the green room, it was, there was like a sense of calm that like washed over. And then those nerves sort of settled. Uh, and he's very, he's, he's not very flashy in terms of like personal, he's not going to come in and like, 
you know, suck the energy in the room. He's going to be there. He's going to observe. And he's going to take that moment to really um, center himself. And a lot of that has to do because with the announcement that he made on the stage, he uh, announced the arrival of Mighty Dream, the creative uh, advocacy agency, which is supposed to help brands link with marginalized communities to help solve societal issues that impact them. And they're working to help brands um, leverage those, uh, leverage that energy in order to uh, instigate policy change. So it's a really, really big deal. And it meant a lot to him. And, you know, we have, we know that a lot of celebrities start things and put on a front that it is something important to them, but ultimately they're just the face and they don't necessarily care about it. And that's not the case here. He's so deeply and emotionally invested in it that he really took the time to make sure that that conversation was as as authentic as possible. And it made things so easy because you didn't have to pull anything out of him. You didn't have to like get him to an area to like pretend to care about something. He genuinely cared about it and it made it easier to talk about. So because he was at ease, it made me at ease and it was really, really nice. And um, it was just a really, really great productive conversation. And a lot of the feedback that came back was that his, his sense of caring really came through in in his speech and in just the work that he was presenting. So it was just a really, really great conversation. And I don't know how I'm going to top that or if I will ever top that. Um, and just, you know, a side note, he hugged me and <laughs> yeah. I was not prepared for that. And it was so nice because he's just a great hugger and it was very genuine. Just everything was really genuine about him. It was really yeah. cool. And Gail, I was going to, I'm sorry, go Liz. No, I was going to say it looked it looked very seamless. And actually, I have a question for Shannon, but go ahead, Al. No, I was going to say just going back to Gail real quick without getting to like super specifics. How difficult is it or what are the steps to get a global superstar in and out of a very popular hotel that is, you know, has a conference going on? Like what what are the steps if if they could be revealed? Like, how do you um, make that so effortless? Um, there is a wonderful, like, security team and a hotel team here at um, the venue at the Intercontinental Miami. That's where we are. Um, and from the beginning with big, like, you know, they asked about big names, you know, seamlessly worked to schedule out, worked with their teams, worked out entrance times, like, on the clock, on the phone, on text. And that was from, like day one of just planning like maybe just arrival times so yes and i get to see the underbelly of you know how things are run here so yes you you get you get you know you might cross some kitchens back of us areas to make sure that they're not really seen but it's it's pretty cool um got to escort him the entire way through to backstage so it's pretty awesome and mm-hmm. shout out to i believe it's Luis and eugene from the av team who were fantastic uh, fantastic mm-hmm. and uh we, i became buddies with them over the, so the week doing trivia and they're the best yes they're yeah. very respectful so with respectful. miking and making sure everyone walks off walks on even have to deal with their like you know pharrell security kevin hart security team as well 
The kindest. And shout out to Louise, who was very patient with me um, as I did not follow directions that first time. Uh, <laughs> I was very much yeah. supposed to like. I exit. walked out of the room. I did too. <laughs> I certainly did too. You we're like, Shannon didn't have her mic. I'm like, it's okay. We'll get it. <laughs> it's fine. We'll find it. It's she's, okay. not, she's not going anywhere. No. She's got to be here. She's got to work here for the next four days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anything, Shannon, you were just prepared for the yeah. next four days. I really was. I was like, on. time to prepare for the next one. <laughs> And Shannon, I have a question for you, actually. Mm. This is kind of like on the other side of Al's question now for Gail. But like you are getting a lot of praise for your moderating skills. And I know you said mm-hmm. that this Pharrell one was great. But honestly, um, just internally and now externally, I'm glad you're getting the praise that you have for your conversations. They're always really genuine oh, and great you. questions. Um, and it was, you know, it was kind of popping on social media because I was just like over here fumbling and following following along. So people were really <laughs> raving about it. Can oh. you give us like a tip or something like what do you try to keep in mind when you do these these interviews and these sessions that you moderate as for shots earlier <laughs> i will i will make sure that happens every time you want to at this point i don't need them anymore <laughs> i feel like okay now uh but thank you so much for running to get that because one first and foremost thank you so much for that and i will definitely get to that but one thing that i really want to impress upon um, folks, is like Gail is the goat when it comes to like making sure that you feel supported. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever these things are happening, it's very easy to get nervous. And Gail is always there with like a Tide pen or like <laughs> a shot or a glass of water to make sure that you are as comfortable as possible. So that's the first tip. Make sure you have support there whenever you have um, these things because it makes the like going on and having this really large conversation very easy. Um, the second thing is like well before um, we even step on a stage well before we even pack to come to Miami. We have these tech rehearsals um, to where we connect with our speakers. And I think what has helped me so much is that I make sure that it feels like more of a collaborative um, experience. Unlike how we operate in editorial, where you know I'm not necessarily going to hand over the questions to the person that I'm speaking to. Ethically, that's that's a really um, big gray area, and in terms of like conversation, what really works for print, that sort of prepared speech does that stilted prepared speech doesn't work. However, when it comes to an event, when it comes to something where we know what the subject matter is, where we know uh, what the talk is going to be about, where we both want the talk to Um, succeed in a very specific way, that's a little bit more collaborative. And it helps me shape questions that are going to be pertinent to the discussion. It also allows me to understand the things that they want to talk about. Because at the end of the day, we're just here to moderate and facilitate. It's really our speaker show. It's about them being able to present their ideas and present their work and to really offer something to the audience. And we just want to make sure that that goes as smoothly as possible. So really getting to know that person and really um, figure out that conversation is key. And it just makes for a smoother conversation at the end of the day. I think if you are working as two opposing sides, it just doesn't work. You, you, in that moment, you and your panelists are partners in a very um, specific goal. So that's the, the thing that's always helped me. And I think it's worked up to this point. So if it ain't broke, I certainly won't be the one to suddenly break it. So, yeah, that, that's been really, really key um, in all of that. And, you know, the, the conversations and the master classes and the workshops have been obviously a large part of that. But um, running in the background this entire time was the podcast network. There, as Al, Al mentioned at the top of the episode, he's been like running 
multiple podcasts at the same time to the point where I walk in, I don't even know which podcast I'm on. (laughs) 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 It's just like, I'm here. Which one is it? And Al has kept up with it as um, has The schedule's pretty tight. I saw it. The schedule's tight. It is ridiculous. There have been, it is, and it's run so smoothly. And on top of that, he was launching his own podcast. So it's like when it comes to just really keeping things smoothly, like Al is old hat at that old hat at this, at this point, but doing that in a, in an event setting while he has to wear some hot, crazy ass suit and hop <laughs> on stage and point um, aggressively at the very, audience. Very aggressive. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's been, he's been kind of running around as well. So, you know, my next question or probably like my final question really um, is for Al. Oh no. <laughs> what have you He's done? He's not going to escape. <laughs> yeah. What goes into making sure that a, a podcast network is running while all of this is going on? Because at, while this is going on, the shows are still going up. The shows are still running. And then you have the brand week specific content that's yeah. going on. So you have to kind of wear two hats simultaneously. What's the key to making that run while you are in the midst of very professional and fun chaos? <laughs> yeah. So it was a lot of um, prepping a lot of shows that are going out this week in advance. So like, over the weekend and, and a couple of days before I was, you know, uh, getting Monday's episodes, uh, trying to, at least, I, you know, I think I forgot to post. Yeah. It's probably an ad on Monday because I was like, Oh, I'm trying to <laughs> record like a bunch of podcasts and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot of just trying to prep early. And then with the, the whole kind of plan for doing this podcast studio here was, uh, an opportunity to take a CMO off the stage and bring them right into a room they can record mm-hmm. a podcast we don't have to do it over uh, zoom or riverside or any other like you know virtual like setting we can actually have one of our ad week speakers like yourself or you know uh reporters talk directly to them and, and record it with like good equipment and it's fun because we have all new equipment i'm learning how to use the equipment it's a lot of fun in that aspect but i'm also getting to work with all my favorite people meet some amazing people as well um like you know everyone was talking about how great uh uh, the masterclass was with Raja Raja Minar. They have not heard his very in-depth conversation with David Kaplan for an episode of CMO Moves that's going to come out soon, and it's even better. Like mm. he is so smart. Wow. And uh, same thing with you got to speak to uh, Jay, Jay Livingston, uh, CMO of Shake Shack, mm-hmm. on a panel. Now you're going to have an extended conversation that is going to be another episode of CMO Moves. So yeah. it's. We have new episodes of CMO Moves, Young Influentials, uh, a podcast that we do with Whaler called Every, uh, Everything is Better with Creators. And then, of course, the Brand Week podcast, which was uh, something that uh, was pitched on a Friday and then uh, was was made like 10 days later into existence with art. And uh, you can download it and My a trailer goodness. and all this stuff. And yeah, it's uh, daily recaps. And then people are going to be able to listen to sessions, uh, specific sessions from Brand Week for the very first time because otherwise you would have to have been here or had like an on-demand like uh, uh, live streaming access so in a few weeks you're actually going to start hearing sessions for the first time exclusively on brand week the podcast um i just want people at home to know 10 day turnaround for approvals to <laughs> irl is banana pants yeah it usually takes months <laughs> months like, usually take yeah like right. and there's graphics for it too. like everything yeah, yeah design, no everything assets uh, 
again it, it's <laughs> not it's not a one-man operation it might seem like that way it's it's uh john heil who i uh record the brand week the podcast with he's a, a co-gm of podcast um nothing gets done without him and then of course every single person at ad week that is helping us which is the creative team Al, uh, allison lawrence who made the artwork the um you know uh, melinda who's doing b-roll all week and it's there's so many amazing people involved with the network and it just i i always say i'm like it's it's cannot be done without all of these amazing people that work with at ad week um yeah one First of all, shout out to Melinda. Shout out to Melinda. Know, right here. Melinda hey. is everywhere all at once. Yes, she is. Everything everywhere all she at is. once. I mean, I love that movie. And then it's so also... Um, I finally saw it, Luz. We have oh to talk God. about it. Oh, my God. You finally saw <laughs> it? Yeah, I watched it on a plane. I'm very <laughs> upset with myself. I mean... Oh, we need to have a whole other conversation. About yeah, yeah, that should yeah. be another podcast. Add, add me to this. We yeah. should. Um, Melinda's well, busy doing something else right now. I almost had half her give herself a, uh, an air horn. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. She's going to the soundboard. All right. Melinda deserves an air horn. Um, this is the fall of this podcast i'm literally glad you said like nothing happens without like everyone supporting the ad team and that same thing with events like everyone who touches it first of all my entire events team like i'm I'm obviously not alone in this no way like sarah melodis mimi rachel lauren becky have been on the ground with me and obviously like like our boss matt side mets um could not have done anything anywhere without their help and also like the creative team who is on the ground with us from the beginning as well like setting everything up um you said you mentioned alice lawrence it's like she's been everything over all at once for us too for sure (laughs) and like sarah's like i mean in, in terms of like you know, we have our programming, we have our day programming, then we oh, have our yeah. night programming to oh, make God. sure that everyone's entertained. And like Sarah is what, five foot two, <laughs> maybe, maybe five foot two, five foot two. And she's like a powerhouse. Oh, powerhouse. Yeah. She has a louder voice than me. Like, Does she? Oh my God. Wait, just, yes. Perhaps. We're both from Queens. Yeah. Yes. Ah, you're both you very go. strongly. There you go, Steve, yeah, you get it. <laughs> Lewis understands. We're both from You know how. You know how I like to describe event people? Um, I like to describe event people as the kind of people that are sitting at a desk and like from top up, they're just like composed, you know, listening, attentive. And then underneath their their legs are just doing like a tap dance. Like yeah. that's how like, their brain works. There is like, a for that, right? I'm sure there is. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's it's like a per- that's a perfect analogy for this team. Like what you see at the top, like the smooth, uh, seamless run of a an event even a one day event happens right. because there is just constant 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 movement planning in doing from just a skilled expert um, events team i joked earlier today that like anytime gail leaves a building an event collapses <laughs> like that's because that's, <laughs> she is holding this together her and sarah and jenny and connor and, oh, and oh mimi and, and all of the, uh you know the christine like everything if, if, if they leave, then I don't know how this runs. I don't know how this <laughs> works. People ask me, someone like pulled me aside to, for like a, a bit of a production question. And I was like, okay, let me find Gail. And <laughs> that's how it works. And Gail was like, let me call Sarah. And then it just happens. So, um, yeah, I mean, I say all of that to say that ad week is what it is in terms of being the top when it comes to these events. It happens because of just an expert team and 
Gail is like a huge, huge part of that. Um, so, you know, just thank you, Gail, for everything. Thank you, You're guys. This has been a great week to spend with all of you, uh-huh. even yeah. though I was running around and half tired and no sleep, but I had a lot of fun. But I I'm, always re- do. I'm really scared because she said planning starts like immediately. So that means we have to start planning brand week like very soon. <laughs> and I'm getting anxious already. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, you're anxious. I already have like. I know, but I have a role in, in this now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I have to make this better. Meanwhile, editorial shows up like a few months before. Like, all right, guys. Well, I mean, the programming programming team is on their game. Like, Audrey and Connor, like, heading up that team is, like, top class. So, all this content is easy. And then Mm. it allows us, yeah, it allows us, like, editors and those who end up on the stage to kind of slide into an infrastructure that has been built by by you all. So, thank you so, so much. Thank you guys for actually being, you know, the face on stage. I mean, I will say... I, I personally am not a person to be on stage. And Neither am I. I. <laughs> Stop it. You do this with grace and presence. And Al, obviously, I mean, from the, from the beginning with virtual trivia to what we were doing now together, yeah. it's a lot I'm of very fun. proud. I was very real. proud of Al. I, I've never, I have not had the chance to see um, That's trivia in person before. So I was not prepared for like, the wave of ultra charisma that comes up. <laughs> like, it's really wild. If I were to do it, I'd be like, hi, everyone. I have these cards. I have these questions. Let's get to it. Would you like a shirt? Behind that music? That ultra trivia music, whatever stereotypical trivia music you have in your head, that's what's playing loudly. And uh-huh. he comes out and like, <laughs> it's like, vibing with the audience gesticulating very hard uh, it's, the um, it's the italian in me i have to i have to point and gesture wildly <laughs> calling me out when i help a contestant cheat because i wrote the article based on <laughs> <laughs> the question is based on <laughs> it's just it's just a wonder to see and you know he doesn't have to do it he's a very busy man well, so maybe he has to <laughs> Again, well, it's not saying in my job description, <laughs> but well, I still do it, and I love doing it. And shout out to the trivia team involved. Oh yeah, Brianna, awesome one. Not here. Wait, Al, Al, do you write your own questions? No, that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, it, I used to, but that's actually part of the trivia team. Uh, Lauren Astor, who uh, writes uh, the trivia questions, and uh, oh. she uh, is overall one of one of our favorite people, and super helpful, and uh, mm-hmm. part of uh, Gail's team. Yeah, amazing. And oh the, yeah, and the amazing. trivia team, the uh, the council of trivia, the council as we're, of as trivia, now. <laughs> in our Slack and, channel. Yeah, <laughs> and the trivia wardrobe. Um, who was that? So the actual there's an ad week uh, custom suit that was made and ordered by Gail and designed by Lauren. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, I, I literally have a team to make make. Uh, the the Riddler come on stage, <laughs> the seventies game show host Although, that that possesses me during that those ten minutes on stage. Man, um, they gave you a lot of crap for like wearing it again on the fourth yeah, day. Yeah, they did. So we're gonna have I, to, like, I know, I got like, another suit, I guess. Damn. Now, in a world of sustainability, I'm glad that he reused <laughs> yeah. the suit. We do not need four separate suits. That he's yeah, going so to does work. my luggage that's like <laughs> bursting from the seams right now. So uh, anyone who's giving crap, you you go through me. He was being sustainable. He wasn't being cheap. That's right. <laughs> but we will also take donations. True. Yeah, companies. sure. Yeah, I, I, know, I'm, I'm still very much looking for a suit sponsor. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I know uh, Shannon will definitely say all this stuff, but 
all the work that we're talking about, it's like a fraction of what actually is happening at Brand mm-hmm. Week. So mm-hmm. make sure you, like I said, check out the podcast. But we're, you know, we have a ton of editorial coverage on adweek.com. Uh, yeah. Shannon's uh, conversation with Pharrell it being one of them and we, Kevin Hart. We just put up the Planned Parenthood um, session up on adweek.com there too, for That's everyone to watch. That's a fantastic session uh, for Planned Parenthood. Amazing, yeah. Juliet. So. Yeah, and, and shout out so to relevant. Yeah, shout out to um, Juliet Morris, our CEO, and Ann Marinovich, um, our chief content officer. For like, these are C-suite people who don't necessarily need to be on stage um, moderating import- in conversations, but they're moderating really important ones, and it's um, indicative of just like how much this brand is, or how much Ad Week rather is invested in not just the overall event, but the conversations that power them. So thank you both, uh, and. Again, I'm just very excited already for Brand Week 2023. I'm going to rest for a few months, <laughs> though, uh, and that's just you know, this it's tired. It's very tiring, but it's a good tiring. Um, and I'm just overall very, very impressed with just the entire Ad Week staff for showing up and showing out. And, um, you know, a big thank you to all of our sponsors that have made this really possible. It's just been a really fulfilling week. And, I mean, we can talk for ages about all the other stuff, but Gail truly has to go. (laughs) (laughs) I I was checking my phone for some fire drills, and gladly there are not any right now. At this moment on a Friday at the end of the at the end of the event, but maybe if I asked you at Tuesday at this time, (laughs) you would not be here. (laughs) So just before uh, we go, I want to reiterate that if you have an opportunity to listen to the brand week podcast, please do. I believe, are we allowed to say that this is possibly a a thing going forward yeah so i believe what's going to happen is during the events we'll have these like daily recaps with uh, attendees and speakers and then at post event we're going to have select sessions from the event uh, available right on the feed so something like the pharrell session might be on there who knows you'll have to you'll have to uh wait and see and then it's going to be a lead up into brand week europe so um, we'll be doing this again in some capacity at Brand Week Europe, whether we're um, you know, just going to be releasing the sessions on the feed or still having some sort of daily recaps. Um, yeah, for the foreseeable future, Brand Week the podcast is a thing. I love it. Yeah. Nice. We have a lot of cool stuff in store. So please stick around. Please uh, make sure that you are following us on adweek.com for any future events. Um, if you have the opportunity to attend in person, please do. However, if you do, if you are unable to, there are just plenty of resources to help you get a taste of the fantastic week that we've had here. Um, so thank you so much to Gail for making sure that we have something excellent to talk about. Thank you all. Thank you, Gail. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Gail. Thank you to Al Hi. for coming from behind the curtain. Oh, anytime. Not anytime. Literally, literally anytime. <laughs> not, not if Lou's. Please, I want to be on this podcast. <laughs> literally anytime. Lou's, should we bring him back? I wouldn't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> He's pretty busy. Wardrobe changes. Yeah. You know, trivia, podcast networking. No, I'll, we'll have you back on. Yeah. <laughs> thank and you. thank you so much to Luz. Um, I wish you were here. Yes. I'm going to manifest that we will be recording together in the same room uh, this time next year. 
I think absolutely. that needs to happen. Yes, I think for that sure. absolutely needs to happen. I will be there, guys, with branded fedora, branded coconut drink, everything. <laughs> I'll be there. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you sent her that picture. Thank yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everyone. Thank you. And those listening listening at home, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and Acast Creator Network. This podcast was produced by me, Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Ahrens and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGivney at Boutwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.